In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. This weekend, we once again hear from our old pal Isaiah the Rapper in our first reading. You'll remember that on previous shows, we've said that the book of Isaiah is almost like three different music albums. Chapters 1 through 39, chapters 40 through 55, and then finally chapters 56 through 66. Each of these three albums was likely written at a different time in the history of Israel. Our passage for the first reading at Mass is taken from the very last chapter of the entire book, chapter 66. So think of it like Isaiah the rapper's final track ever recorded. Yet, here's the thing. It's almost as if Isaiah is going to remix a song he put out way back in chapter 2 of his first album. You'll probably remember the tune. We hear it all the time in Advent when Isaiah says, In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain. All nations shall stream toward it and say, Come, let us go up to the Lord's mountain. Well, that's what's happening once again here in this final chapter of the book. Thus says the Lord, I come to gather the nations of every language. They shall come and see my glory. And this glory will be like the bat signal going up throughout the entire world. I will set a sign among them to Tarshish, Put, and Lud, Mosik, Tubal, and Javan, to the distant coastlands that have never heard of my fame or seen my glory. While we won't point out where each of these funny-sounding places is located on a map, because that would be impossible to do on a podcast, suffice it to say that these places, likely in Spain, Africa, Asia Minor, and Greece, represented the far reaches of the known world. We pick up right where we left off last weekend for our second reading. It's another passage from the letter to the Hebrew Christians. Remember, the author wants to encourage his audience to keep going, keep running the foot race of faith, especially when the going gets tough, because that's when the tough get going. To prove the point, he lifts a quote from the book of Proverbs. The discipline of the Lord, my son, do not spurn. Do not disdain his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves as a father, the son he favors. Or, to put this in much simpler terms, when it comes to our life of faith, no pain, no gain. The author is saying that, like any good father, the Heavenly Father disciplines his children so that they can experience maximum gains. As we've seen for a number of passages in Luke's Gospel, someone poses a question to Jesus, and then that becomes the occasion for him to expound upon a teaching. In this edition, someone asks him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? This was a common question among Israelites. Would all the people of Israel enter into God's kingdom, which is what most people thought, or only a select few? In response to the question, Jesus tells his listeners to strive to enter through the narrow gate, although the exact word he uses in Greek is agonizomai, from where we get the English word agony. So in a sense, Jesus says agonize to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. From there, he describes the master of the house arising and locking the door only to find others standing outside asking to be let in. The point is this. Some presume that they already have a ticket inside, that is, to have a place in the kingdom, but might show up to find the door shut in front of them and therefore not have a place in the kingdom after all. So they should take care not to live in such a way that causes them to miss out. 
The gospel connection to our first reading becomes pretty clear when Jesus describes people coming from the east and the west and from the north and the south to recline at table in the kingdom of God. Their arrival and entrance into the kingdom would be all the more embarrassing for those who thought they had made the cut but presumed wrongly. It ends with Jesus saying that, Behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year C. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.